You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. Happy Friday to you all. Happy, happy Friday. I hope you are doing well. It's a great day to go into the weekend. I know that's right. Um, Okay, Andy. I see you. I see you. Hey, it's the turn up. It feels good. It's the Friday energy. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. <laughs> Listen, uh, we have another great show for you on deck, as you already know. I hope you all enjoyed yesterday's show with my two beautiful daughters, Brooklyn and Madison Ayers, uh, as well as Cheyenne Corinne. They were wonderful, weren't they? They really were wonderful. Thank you so much. Andy said yes. Okay, thank you, guys. And thank you for all of the support. And I saw all of the comments and compliments uh, to the girls. It was really nice to have them in here with me. And uh, it was great to get their feedback. Yeah. Robin, you better be careful. Why is that? I think one of them going to take your spot. Oh, oh. It's going to be the Brooklyn Report or something oh. or, or the Madison <laughs> Report for me. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. I got to watch. I got to watch my back. Somebody is uh, somebody might come and get my job. Yeah, they they both like to talk. Brooklyn has a voice. Brooklyn has a voice and Madden, Madison has an opinion, which is very interesting. So maybe they'll do something together. We'll see. Um, happy birthday to Lorenz Tate. You know, Love Jones, you know, all of that good stuff. Love Jones, dead presidents. Uh, all of all of the above. Uh, congratulations to Lorenz Tate for still looking like he is 16 years old, coming straight out of menace to society. Uh, that's just definitely a good look for him. Um, let's see. There's a lot going on out here in these uh, streets. We will talk about at some point the fact that Neo's baby mom, Sade, we talked about her and we talked about Neo and their saga and all the things going on with them. Uh, there are new reports that she says she can't talk about quite yet. So I'm trying to wait for her to be able to speak to the facts or to now what are we, we're considering allegations. But there are reports that she helped her oldest son that she has with Neo. She helped her child fight another classmate. His kid, the kid is a kid. Like, I mean, he can't be any more than a few years old but apparently there was some pepper spray involved and uh all kinds of things there's now restraining orders involved so i'm sure she will speak to this very very soon but this is not a good look already uh we'll see what we can get uh get from her whenever she is able to talk about it i also do have a question of the day i want to know from you when you name your child at birth do you feel like that child becomes what you've named them? I, I want to know because oftentimes, like right now, if I Google my name, Robin, if I Google the name, it is literally a copy and paste description of who I am. That's how I feel. The reason I'm asking this question is Rihanna and ASAP Rocky have named, reportedly named their second child. You ready for it? Riot. That is the kid's name. Riot. What are you expecting from a child named Riot? I don't know. Uh, is I mean, everybody's got something cool to name their kids nowadays. But their first son is named Riza, and the second name now is 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 Riot. So we'll see. I want to see what you guys have to say. I will go ahead and put that in the poll, and I have uh, you know some other <laughs> some other questions for you later on as well. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the the Rob report today, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. 
Okay, as you have probably heard by now, Shirley Strawberry is in these streets. Who would have ever known that Shirley Strawberry with the strawberry letter that we've been listening to for a long time now, many, many years. She is a co-host to Steve Harvey and uh, she is married to a gentleman who is currently incarcerated for a lot of different charges. But check this out. There were some leaked conversations to her incarcerated husband that have now become public. She is discussing seizures. Uh, she is discussing uh, what she, was she certain things about Steve, certain things about his wife, Marjorie. We'll get into all of that and see what happens from here. I mean, the next time that they go live, Steve and, and Shirley Strawberry, they, it's all going to come out. They're, they're expected to go live on Monday. And I'm sure we'll probably have an update for you. But we're going to talk about it here on The Raw Report. We're also going to talk about the late Jim Brown. His daughter, Kimberly Brown, she filed a lawsuit. She filed a lawsuit, and I will tell you why and what she's filing the lawsuit about. Uh, we know that the late Jim Brown, incredible, incredible, legendary football player, and his wife, Monique Brown, who is uh, a beautiful, beautiful soul, uh, she is the sole executor of his his estate. So you can probably get the feeling of what I'm what I'm getting around to here. We're going to discuss that. We are going to discuss some other things on the other side. Happy Friday. This energy is good. We'll we'll get to our contributor on the other side. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the Raw Report. Well, she's usually in studio with me, but now she's recovering from the Beyonce concert. <laughs> We've got Stephanie O on the phone joining the Raw Report. How are you today, Stephanie? I'm good. <laughs> and I'm actually recovering from not going to the L.A. concert. I'm recovering from FOMO because that clearly was the one I should have been at. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe anybody could have could have assumed that it was going to be special, especially for her birthday, her last performance I here. I, I make terrible judgment calls. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> well, at least you did get to experience the Renaissance tour. Uh, it looked like everybody and a mama was at the at the Renaissance tour, but I'm glad you had fun there. And um, and I'm sorry that you got FOMO from looking at all the all the all the actually people are still posting their photos and their videos online from yeah. that Beyonce concert. Yeah, so they, they're rubbing it in my face. They're rubbing it in, in your face. Okay, yeah, next time. <laughs> we'll see if she comes back and does another tour. Um, happy Friday to you, Stephanie. Um, I'm sure by now you, <laughs> along with all of us, have heard what's going on with uh, Shirley Strawberry, which is so, so interesting. You know, when people are in the industry and she is 70 years old, she has been unproblematic for many, many years. And uh, she's not really been in the in the limelight. She's not really been in the press or anything like that for any salacious reasons. But now she mm -hmm. finds herself right there because her husband uh, has been incarcerated since 2022. And she's got leaked audios. Let me first ask you, have you heard of uh, <laughs> have you heard any of the of the audio that she's that has been put out? I hadn't heard the actual audio itself, but I did read some of the transcripts of what was said. Okay. Um, but the audio itself, I hadn't heard. But I just, 
when it comes to leaked audio, it's like it's one of those things where it came from someone. Like, who's the messy person who put that out there? <laughs> you know, and why? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That that always trips me out too. I'm like, who is the person that uh, that ignited this? And who who what? There's a person behind the scenes, maybe in the jail or something like that, who was privy to this conversation and then sent it. I, I don't know if we'll ever find that out, but it does make you wonder. And um, just because Absolutely. you haven't heard the audio, I believe we do have some audio. Uh, Andy, let's go ahead and let everybody hear, just so you know, and I want to set the, the the foundation of what we're getting ready to hear. Shirley Strawberry sure. is talking to her husband, who is currently incarcerated. She mentioned there are different uh, parts, okay? There are different parts to these conversations. Um and different allegations there is a mistress uh you know uh, allegedly there's a mistress involved here other women who are involved but specifically right now we're talking about shirley strawberry and she's talking about steve harvey visiting him she visited steve harvey she's talking about him as well as marjorie uh his wife marjorie and the home that they live in and sort of the lifestyle that they live let's go ahead and take a listen You know what? They have a uh, Marjorie has her own spa, her own workout room, and her own spa, and she could go in there and get um, massages every day. People come to her house and um, damn, uh, and work her out and all of that. I was like, oh god, what a dream! <laughs> Does she look old though? Does she look like she's getting old? No, I haven't seen her, but she looks good on her pictures. Oh, she ain't there. No, she's not there. If she was there, we probably wouldn't have been all over the house. But <laughs> 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 done it. No, you know he's scared. Damn, sure right. God, what you say? You know he's scared. God, <laughs> all of that. Yeah, but, yeah everything. I, I knew I wasn't supposed to be in there, but he he brought us in, so I said okay. <laughs> Okay, but, let's mean, let's I mean, let's go ahead and 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 I'll I'll sum up the rest of it for you. She he goes on to uh, ask if Marjorie looks old. I mean, he seems to be sort of antagonizing things here a little bit. Yeah, he does now seem that, that I hear way. The audio, mm-hmm. he leaked it. Yeah, because his lawyers oh, you get think, access to. Oh, you think it came from his side? Yeah, the way it sounds, it sounds like he like you said he's antagonizing. He's asking all these questions and he's trying to get her to say more and more and his lawyers can always go in and pull that audio so Mm. yeah i feel like he leaked it because he's the only person who would know that they were talking about steve harvey and marjorie and he probably started the whole conversation so you're saying he even though he's in jail he had these conversations this is this is your your thought right your thought that he's Mm -hmm. in jail and his attorneys got access to the to the audio and leaked it yeah, I think he had them go it. And I think what may have happened or the reason, mm-hmm. you know, he may need some commissary money. Somebody's paying big bucks to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Put some money oh, on it. Oh, okay. right. oh, you going there. Okay, you saying basically <laughs> they set this whole thing up so they, that so that they can get paid for this audio so he can get some commissary. <laughs> that is I don't, too you know, funny. I don't know if... if and Shirley did it. You know, she may not have known because I don't know if she would jeopardize, you know, her relationships and all that. 
But I definitely come on. He he he's in jail. <laughs> well, so, let me <laughs> let me jump in here, Stephanie. I'm not sure that it was that. Okay, the reason why is she has mentioned. I've listened to quite a bit of all of the audio, not all of it, but she mentioned that her job is actually in jeopardy because they have a conduct clause. She works for iHeartMedia ultimately, and her being associated with like her husband and the crimes that he allegedly committed. There's a conduct clause there, so she's she's a afraid even to uh for this these things to get out she's been trying to kind of reel it back in a little bit she even explains to her husband at some point that um this is not looking good for me she's talking about moving away you know getting a, a head start in other places so uh i'm not quite sure now we don't know if if he's a part of anything shady from the looks of it it uh, it does okay it looks like he's already a part of a lot of shady things he did, yeah. <laughs> he probably did something. I feel like Pretty Brown Mimi said in the chat mm -hmm. that if she's calling her husband in jail, you would think Steve and Marjorie would be the last on his mind. And I agree. Yeah. Unless he's trying, unless he set this up so that, you know, he can get some money for them, for him. Hmm. He probably, you know, he, he just, I don't know. He seems very shady. I don't trust that man. I don't know him, <laughs> but I don't trust him. <laughs> uh, just so we're clear, uh, some of these charges that he has been, um, that he has been hit with are uh, child pornography. Uh, reportedly, he had been caught with um, images of minors on his on his computer. He's been charged with uh, wire fraud. There's a whole laundry list of things that he's being charged with. And so it does look like he uh, has been into some shady things. Now, again, these are allegations. He is in jail right now, but... Uh, <laughs> For a lot of things, it looks like Shirley Strawberry is still trying to keep her nose clean. But here's the problem. The problem is you are talking to allegedly your shady husband about now your boss and his wife. She's talking about uh, fitness in here. She says Steve Harvey pretty much was winded when he walked up the stairs. She says he was very winded, meaning uh, she's sort of alleging that he's out of shape. Uh, she's talking about their house and how lavish it is and how Marjorie is uh, living at, at their home, how she's got a beautiful sauna and spa and she can have all the services that she wants in her home. And although she says it's a dream, she's also saying that Marjorie looks at her and I guess all of the people who work along with Steve as the help. She was like, and I, you know, and, and her husband is like, yeah, that's not cool. So, I mean, they are talking it's 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 messed up because these are meant to be private conversations. I mean, what husband or what wife doesn't go home to her husband and sort of pillow talk with him and and you expect to have it just pillow talk and talk amongst your yourselves. But this this yeah. information got leaked. I think it's unfair. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, when you call it jail, it tells you that it it's a recorded line. Very true. So you're not supposed to say anything <laughs> on those recorded lines that you don't want out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, once you say that, it's it's out. It's free for whoever to use. However, it's the first thing they say when you do a jail call. So yeah, but it, you know when you pillow talk at home, it's different. Yeah, you know it's not. Well, you don't expect it to leave between you and your your husband, but. Not on the recorded line. That's true. No, that that's absolutely true. There, everybody is warned. You know, they say don't really don't talk about this type of stuff online. You can't at these days. You can't even write letters talking about you know crimes or admitting to anything uh, unless you want yep. that to be held against you. But I guess what I'm saying is usually even in conversations <laughs> in jail talk, 
you still don't think things are going to come out or be leaked unless it's a part of some sort of uh, criminal offense. You you don't think mm-hmm. talking about your boss and your boss's wife, you don't think that type of stuff will be leaked. So in essence, this is still sort of pillow talk, I guess. And it's a little unfair if I'm Shirley and I'm just talking to my man. By the way, she does continue to tell him. And again, it's unclear if these were different conversations, but she does tell him that her truck was uh, seized. Her truck was seized. Her wedding ring worth $200,000 was also seized by the police because uh, they're saying that this is going to probably help pay back restitution for her husband's crimes to the victims. So she is out here in these streets getting getting caught up behind her own husband. So she's having these types of conversations with him that are supposed to be, uh, I guess, private, semi-private. And, and now they're leaked. What does she do from here? If, if you are Shirley, Stephanie, let us know. What, what does she do from here? Oh, well, I mean, I try not to be a Shirley. No criminals for me. But <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, 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 my heart hurts for her. It really does because, you know, she is in a tight spot and she seems like she's just an, an innocent, like, bystander in all of this. And mm-hmm. she's taking, like you said, all of these hits for things that her husband has done. And, I mean, I don't know what I would do in her shoes. I just, you know, I, I pray for her because it's a lot. It is a lot. Now, um, she did, uh, she she tried to keep the fact that her husband was incarcerated quiet for some time. And ultimately, she decided to tell Steve, her boss, because she understood that it is possible that she that her job was in jeopardy because of that conduct clause. She eventually talked to Steve and she said she admitted to her husband. Yeah, I told him about it. And really, the only thing that he had to say was, OK, are you OK? Do you need anything? And he also encouraged her to get her stuff together. Be prepared to move on. Be prepared to get going with your life. Right. Which is great mm. advice. That's good. Good for Steve. However, he didn't know <laughs> that she's over here talking about him talking about him getting winded and talking about his wife. He didn't know that at the time. So they're getting ready, I'm sure, to talk about all of this uh, on Monday. Do you have any thoughts on what this conversation is getting ready to look like? Oh, it's going to be an uncomfortable one, I can assume. I can assume that she is going to be very apologetic. Um, This might be the end of her job, so I do hope that she has set some things up. Oh, gosh, how scary. I mean, she's been with Steve um, over a decade for sure. She's been in the business for quite some time, but she's been with Steve for a while. And it just it it doesn't look good. And I'll have to admit, even though she said what she mentioned about Steve and Marjorie, it wasn't that bad. The worst thing that she said was that he is afraid of Marjorie. He she also said that Marjorie looks at them like the help. I mean, that's not too bad. Right. That's not bad enough for uh, for her to get fired. But what I'm afraid of is the fact that this conduct clause uh, we, we're talking about it over here in the YouTube chat. Um, Terry Tari. Uh, hello to you. She says, Robin, you are right. iHeartMedia doesn't want their employees or their relatives to have anything to do with child porn. That's a big one. That is a big one. So I'm almost just afraid that that alone, having nothing to do with Steve, uh, that alone might jeopardize her her career, her career just in general, definitely her job. But I'm also worried about what could happen to their 
their relationship. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I think when she would probably end up having to get down to, and that's probably what she's been spending the, this whole, or she's going to spend this whole weekend doing, getting down to who leaked this phone call, where did it come from? Um, and when she finds that out, then that's going to be a, a huge determiner of what mm. her and her husband, what the future of her and her husband hold. That Very is, true. Yeah, if it comes out that anything he, related to him, um, was the cause of this i don't know how she could continue to deal with him yeah i'm not sure uh i try not to be judgmental but i have to admit and i, I just got to keep it real when i was listening to the phone conversation just listening to her husband's disposition and how he was talking he just really kind of seemed like she was trying to explain to him everything she's dealing with and he's just like eh, all right well you know okay I, it just it didn't seem right it doesn't they don't seem equally yoked to me that's just my opinion although i'm trying not to be judgmental uh, Marcus Atkins says she's in a hard place being an advisor or being an advice giver on air and having to heed her own advice on relationships she needs to resign lay low and handle her situation it looks like Pretty Brown Mimi is saying the same thing that Shirley needs to get uh, a separate lawyer divorce divorce her husband and help herself and Lavelle DeLone says she violated his trust above everything. Um, yeah, that that probably is a good point. It just looks like right now what we have is a whole bunch of mess. But I guess we'll see what happens on Monday after they have these conversations. Tough conversations. But again, the whole world is going to be privy to, to that as well. So they will discuss that. And we will keep you updated right here on The Raw Report. Uh, Stephanie O, you know we got to keep you around to discuss these other conversations yes, when we come forward. But right now we've got news, traffic, and sports. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Yes, yes, yes. That's the vibe right there. You are inside The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Listen, we can't even move forward right now because we may have solved the problem. We may have solved the puzzle. <laughs> if you're just joining us right now, come on in here. Welcome. Welcome to the Raw Report. Happy Friday to you. Let's get our contributor back on the line, Stephanie O. We are talking about Steve Harvey, Shirley Strawberry, the saga that's continuing. And it's actually going to continue continuing on Monday when this is all unfolding between the two of them. We will see what happens. But here's the thing. We were talking on the break. And listen, this, this, is, something, this is something pretty deep. Let's just think about it. First, it's the tweet about the comedians, right? For Steve Harvey, there is a tweet that comes from his social media that says, what comedian is funnier or name a comedian that is not funny at all. He had to come out and say, hey, you know, I didn't have anything to do with that. That's somebody on my team. He se seemingly said that he was going to X them out, right? They were no longer going to have a job. Then all of a sudden, there are these rumors that his wife is cheating on him, talking about with the bodyguard and the chef. So then he has to come out and address that and say, you know what? That's not true. We're fine. But where did these rumors come from? Where did that start? Now, all of a sudden, maybe it's not necessarily about what Shirley Strawberry has said or done or talked about with her husband. Maybe what it's trying to, whoever leaked this, maybe what they're trying to do is uh, now line Steve up again and say he's afraid of his wife and 
his his wife Marjorie looks at everybody like the help, and maybe it's trying to uh, make it seem as though there's something there that you know uh, is negative with Steve and his wife Marjorie. Stephanie, does that solve the puzzle? <laughs> I, I feel that it's definitely some kind of inside job because I have never heard this much about Steve Ever. in my life. And Ever back to back to back. So something's going on. Um, they're going to set it up for something big. I'm sure we'll see. It's it looks like a whole setup. We don't we don't know what's going to happen again. Um, hopefully though, hopefully, uh, hopefully he could get to the bottom of this. Truly, I really do like Steve. I love the example that he's setting that he's set for for years now. I love that he's an entrepreneur and that he really does come from an empowerment position i believe though that if anything negative what people don't like is the fact that he almost makes it seem like his relationship like he's figured it out it's all perfect and his lifestyle is all perfect they definitely romanticize their relationship online i'm not knocking it i'm just talking about that's what it looks like i actually truly like looking at them they look like a a great handsome couple to me but it comes across as though they are romanticizing it like the whole life is perfect. So I think I've, well, I I have seen and heard negative things about that. I don't know who's trying to set Steve up or, you know, destroy his legacy and what he's built. But, uh, you know, again, we shall wait and see. Right now, uh, over in in the YouTube, the poll says the first tweet, well, first the tweet, then the cheating rumors, now the leaked audio. Is someone trying to destroy Steve? Right now, 86% of you say yes. Maybe this is the solved puzzle. Maybe, Andy, we might be on to something. We could be on to something. Andy, am I, do I, am I also making a point that it seems, as, it seems negative a little bit sometimes from other people who are viewing their relationship, trying to make it seem like it is all perfect or, you know, that they're romanticizing it. Your 100%, thoughts? 100%. We live, we live in a society where I feel like we do praise negativity you know we talk we talk a lot about we want we want to be in a positive state we want positivity but anytime something negative happens you know we kind of gravitate towards towards it we add fuel to the fire this then the third so mm-hmm. you know uh, uh steve harvey you know presenting himself quote-unquote perfectly there's going to be some people that's not going to like that and they're going to try to figure something out they're going to they're, they're going to want to find a skeleton and for whatever reason, mm. for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying, just for their own personal enjoyment, would we'll, we'll, would love to see the downfall of somebody who's at least trying to present himself positively. It's possible. It's, it's, it's definitely very possible. And for some, there are some people who want to watch that, but then there are some people who want to actually be the one who was uh, the, the person who actually caused that downfall. Um, yeah. We're going to wait and see. Penny Thompson says, Robin, haters are going to hate. Leave Steve alone and live your best life and stop trying to destroy others. That's what I say, too. Live your best life and don't don't pay attention to anybody else. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, there are still haters out here and they will continue to be. Um, let's go ahead and move on with our next topic. We're talking about Jim Brown, who is famous, 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 the late famous legend uh, Jim Brown. His daughter, Kimberly Brown, is filing a lawsuit, has filed a lawsuit claiming that her her father, her late father, suffered severe extreme CTE. Now, for those of you who don't know what CTE is, I'm sure you have heard. I'm sure you know what this is. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Did I say that right? Maybe (laughs) Andy laughing at me. I think I said it right. Um, 
And uh, his, she basically is asking that his will and trust be invalidated. She's saying this because she in 2016, when all of this was set up, his will and trust, she's saying, listen, he wasn't even in his right mind. He was already suffering. He was already having cognitive uh, uh, disadvantages. And his na- his wife, who he's been with and whom I love, uh, Monique Brown, his wife is the sole executor of his estate. And although we don't know what kind of money they're working with, we do know that there's a mansion in L.A. It's a very nice home in L.A. and that it's valued at uh, seven point five million dollars. So there's got to be some there's some money we're talking about here. His daughter is saying this is not right. And she's trying to invalidate that being a daughter. Do you I mean, I, I I don't know. This is a little messy. It gets a little it gets a little uh, it gets a little convoluted. What do you think about the fact that his daughter? Uh, we don't know what the relationship is between her and her stepmom, Monique. But uh, the fact that she's trying to invalidate this will and trust to maybe say, I want to be I want a piece of it or I want to be involved in his will and tr- in his estate planning. What do you think, Stephanie? Oh, this is such a messy one it because, is. you know, when it comes to CTE, you know, CTE can't be diagnosed until, you know, it's diagnosed only postpartum, uh, postmortem. So um, that means that if they haven't, in order for her to say he has CTE, they'd actually have to actually check his brain um, and, and diagnose him now. But with that said, let's say he does have CTE and he wasn't in his right state of mind, then that's a whole nother legal thing that has to be decided if they go back and determine. And once it is determined that he, you know, what, what can be done? It's just, it's such a messy thing. It's such a confusing thing. And, you know, when it comes to death, I always feel that death is just, it it just rips families apart. Unfortunately, Um, I would love for them to be able to figure it out amongst themselves, you know, but that's, that's something that, you know, I, I, it's so hard to yeah. answer this question because, I, you know, you never really know who should have what, it would, you know, who's right and who's wrong. But, you know, yeah. I just wish that they both could come together and figure it out without having to involve the courts because I don't think anyone will be happy with either decision. Mm. Well, you know what? It's supposed to be the opposite here. You know, I know we talk about people who, uh, when, when talking about death in the family, a lot of the times when someone dies in the family, it does tear people apart because everybody is trying to uh, grab at, especially if there's a lot of money involved, everybody's trying to grab at it and everybody wants to lay hold of some, you know, have entitlement to say, I'm going to get this, I'm entitled to that. But he actually said, I'm going to create, I'm going to have my my will and my trust established so that there is no confusion here. And that he says, I do want my wife to be able to, uh, to be the executor of my estate. So you would think there should be no problem here. But the daughter is saying, now she's like, there is, I don't know if she tried to contest this went back then. I don't know if she tried to talk to her father back then when he was still alive to say, uh, we should invalidate this. He wasn't in his right mind. So we don't know the behind the scenes and the conversations that were happening then. But, um, you know, now she's trying to invalidate it and say he wasn't in his right mind. So I don't know if she has uh, anything, any sort of validity there right now. Uh, 75% of you say that. Um, she does not have a valid reason to invalidate her dad's will and trust. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, That's just something that I wanted to get your input on. But briefly, before I let you go, I do have another question. For those of you who listen to uh, or who watch 
social media, not social media, reality television, reality TV. I used to be one of those ones, Stephanie. I don't know if you still watch or if you ever watched reality TV. Has that been, are you really kind of about that life? <laughs> you know, I used to be like you. I used to be that that person who was into it. And I just, I had to. I have to let it go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so as much as I should, I try to keep up with what I can, but I don't really watch faithfully, sure. no. Well, same with me. I, I let it go a long time ago, but I know the I know the players. I know the characters, right? Because I did used to mm. watch it. So we're talking about love and hip hop. There's a big, big situation going on. And just follow this story. If you don't watch reality television, that's okay. You'll understand where I'm going with this. There is uh, two people, two castmates on a show, Erica Mena and Spice. All right, Spice is a, a the, although they are reality television stars, Spice is a from Jamaica, and she is, I believe it's Jamaica, she is a recording artist. She's very popular where she's from. Erica Mena here from the States, but she is really known for being a reality television star. What happened was they had a, 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 a conversation that turned into a very loud it wasn't a physical tussle, but it was about to become a tussle, right? They had words exchanged, and in their words exchanging, they're trying to, you know, get at one another. Spice tells Erica that her son, that Erica's son does not like her. That triggers Erica Minna, and she says, you are a blue monkey. Now, Spice is a dark-skinned black woman. Erica Minna is a Puerto Rican um uh maybe dominican she's of some other uh descent she has a she's she was married to a black man and she has children uh black children now that she was married to a black man but she calls her a blue monkey here's the deal of course that sets everybody off they say that's a racial slur but erica minna was fired from love and hip-hop for one season and people are saying that love and hip-hop the establishment used they still put this episode out in order to get the ratings to get the ratings. And they, they should have fired her because they knew what she said when they taped it, they should have fired her back then. What are your thoughts? I don't know if you are, uh, you know, into this whole story if yeah. you're caught up on it. What do you think about the fact that number one, she called her a blue monkey. Is that a racial slur to you? And then number two, should she have been fired before or is this uh, it, it's firing her right now still gets the point across? Yeah, so I have been following this story as well as um, familiar with, you know, everybody involved. And I, I felt that a blue monkey has racial connotations, whether Erica meant it that way or not. That is, you know, not for me to say, but it does have racial connotations. Mm. And therefore, if people are offended by that or if people didn't like that, you know, that's understandable. Mm -hmm. um, as for for uh, love and hip hop, I, the best way for me to put this is I call cap. They knew exactly, like you said, they recorded it, they edited it, they showed it on television, and it wasn't until days of uh, just back, backfire, basically, mm -hmm. that they decided something about it and so if you really felt that what erica did was wrong initially you should have either not shown the episode or just gotten rid, rid of erica then mm. it should not have been something that you had to to air on television and, and get all of this you know mm -hmm. this this hate from the public in order to finally decide to do something about it so i feel that love and hip-hop is one of those shows that they use this isn't the worst thing 
I'll put it that way, that mm-hmm. has been done or said on Love and Hip Hop. Um, yeah. And they, there's many times they haven't done anything before. Things have gotten way more physical. Things have gotten crazy on Love and Hip Hop, and they hadn't done anything before. I just feel like this is just their way to kind of clout chase, and, and I Definitely. don't really like that. And I don't like that either, Stephanie. Okay, uh, Pretty Brown Mimi says kids are off limits, but... She said, but <laughs> once you use racial slurs, you got to go. OK, um, I believe that as well. I'm definitely not about that racial slur life. We would have we would have had some problems, but I agree. She should have been let go a long time ago. But definitely you clickbait. Clickbait is the name of the game. So you keep her on for the backlash and then you do something about it, making it seem like you're handling your business now. Mona Scott Young. Although I like Mona Scott. I like her as a businesswoman. But she said she's handling it now that all the backlash is here. She's handled it and, and fired Erica Mena from season from the next season. Um, Stephanie Yo, it has been a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate you for calling in. Hopefully next time you'll be able to join me here in the studio. Absolutely. I uh, will, of course. Yeah, thank you so much. And let everybody know where they can find you online. As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at 11A, that's E-L-E-V-E-N, and the number 8. And, of course, I'll be back here every other Friday in studio. 90% of the time I'm in the studio. Yeah, so exactly. We'll get we'll get you back one of these days. All right, you enjoy the rest of your <laughs> night, all right, Stephanie? You too. Thank you. And, you guys, uh, we have a nice little interesting who's got next for you on the other side. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. So, yesterday, I'm not sure if y'all was feeling the who's got next. (laughs) And that's okay. Listen, that is okay. Today, though, I want to play for you someone who's got a very unique voice. Her name is Jules or Jewels. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but the song is called Song for You. Check it out. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Okay, Jules. Jules, Jewels. I don't know. I'm sorry. She, the way she spells it. But uh, yeah, this, called, it's, this is called Song for You. It's a vibe. It's cool. It's a relaxation moment, you know? Andy like, nah, we trying to have some energy this Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, so far, uh, all of you guys who have voted say that you do like this song. So go ahead and check her out. Add her to your playlist. And you already know how we do. Marcus Atkins says she sounds like a mix of SZA and Erica Badu. The folk rock groove is cool. Okay. I'm sure she would appreciate that. That is definitely a compliment there. All right. uh, What I don't want you to miss is happening today and tomorrow. And you got your last chance. Trap karaoke. Who wants to go? (laughs) Trap karaoke is happening right here in L.A. If you do want to check it out, it's uh, you can go to trapkaraoke.com. And uh, I'm all about karaoke anyway. But trap karaoke just seems like a whole like very fun night. Uh, So, yeah, you can definitely check that out on the website. Again, trapkaraoke.com. Yeah, you guys, listen. Great show today. Great shows this week. Thank you so much for everybody who's been tuning in this week and giving me feedback. I love the the messages that you guys send, the texts, the emails, the DMs. I love it all. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you like and subscribe and uh, download our KBLA 1580 app as well. Uh, it's it's Friday. You know what that means. The voice of reason is not happening. He's not going to be live, but you get the best of Zoe Williams' voice of reason tonight. That's going down on the other side. It has been beautiful. Enjoy your weekend, and I will be back on 
Monday. Yeah, I'll be back Monday. (laughs) All right, it's been fun, you guys. Remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.